time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, serving you in Greensboro and the surrounding communities. Visit him online by going to greensbororetirement.com. And Glenn, great to chat with you this week. Hope you're doing well, sir. I am, Walter. I hope you are. Glad to hear it, and uh, looking forward to our conversation today because we're going to talk about some of the dangerous assumptions that people make when they prepare to retire. And these assumptions are dangerous, first of all, Glenn, because if we're basing our major decisions in life from a financial perspective off of wrong information— uh, well, we're not setting ourselves up for success. I kind of equate it, you hear this a lot in, in war. You know, if you're operating off of bad information, off of bad intelligence, well, Glenn, usually there's going to be really negative or bad consequences that follow. Well, you're exactly right, Walter. And so that's what we're going to kind of base today's discussion off of, and let's explore some of these bad assumptions that people make. First of all, Glenn, and this one has been kind of a common assumption for years and years, but we need to rethink this one, is people say, I'll spend less when I retire. Why is that a dangerous assumption to make? Well, you know, a lot of times folks think that that's true. And and there are cases where it is true. You know, there is no such thing as a one size fits all or a one answer fits every situation. But a lot of times people make that assumption. And I think one of the main reasons they do is they think, you know, well, maybe the house is paid off and it's maybe not quite paid off yet. And, and that'll be once it's paid off, it'll be almost like getting a raise when their actual cash flow is improved. And uh, a lot of times that that's part of that conversation or that thought process. But the challenge is, is that, you know, when you move into retirement, you know, you have more spare time, right? I mean, that's that's kind of the whole story. You, you have you have lots and lots more time. And you start thinking about it and, you know, and I always ask people, you know, what days of the week when you're working do you spend the most money? And most oftentimes they, you know, they kind of pause and they think about it a little bit and they say, well, you know, I probably spend the most money on, on, uh, on Saturday and Sunday because it's the weekend and I'm not working. And, and so I just kind of pause and say, well, exactly, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's just it. And so when you retire, it's almost like every day is is the weekend, yeah. and so what ends up happening is is that you, you you might end up going out and doing a couple extra things, and you know one little expense here and one little expense there. Suddenly they begin to add up, and you spent a lot more money than you thought you did. You you might not have made any major purchases or or spent a lot on any one item, but you know you you get busy and you know and things cost money. Obviously, when you get out there and start doing additional things, and so that's one of the traps you got to be careful of. Every day is fun day in retirement, is the uh, the way I like to say it. <laughs> that's exactly right. So that's don't exactly necessarily right. assume you're going to spend less when you retire. That may not actually happen. Another dangerous assumption that we see, Glenn, is people often will kind of say. Well, you know what? My taxes are going to be lower when I retire. And then they base a lot of their planning around that assumption. Boy, if they're not correct about that, which these days, again, less and less people are probably right about that, major implications to how much income, how much flexibility you're going to have in your plan. 
Well, no, you're exactly right, Walter. I mean, a lot of, a lot of folks think in terms of, well, you know, my taxes are going to be, you know, lower and you know, maybe my income is going to be lower. And, and some of those things are true. But, you know, the, one of the big things you got to remember is, is that when you're in going through your working years, you know, you've got uh, more, you know, if you have kids, well, then you've got, you know, more exemptions than what you're going to have. Because typically when you go into retirement, you're either going to have one or two exemptions, depending upon whether or not, you know, you have a spouse. But then also when you start looking at your deductions, a lot of times, you know, when you were when you were you know, through your working years, you might have had the house and you had the uh, the interest payments on you know, on your home and you were able to itemize. And so you had, you know, significantly more um, deductions on you know going on to your tax return. And so when you start re- reducing your you know deductions and exemptions, suddenly, even though the fact that you are you're making less money and uh, you know in, in retirement doesn't necessarily mean that your tax bill is going to go down because you know it, it, it ultimately comes down to you know what is the number that's on that taxable income line on the on the tax return and then that's where the calculation is going to take place does that make sense yeah I think it makes a lot of sense Glenn again if we get this assumption wrong it's going to have major implications because the rest of the plan is spun out of the taxes. I mean, how important is that tax element to the overall retirement plan? Well, no, no, that's exactly right, because that's one of the major expenses that you can have is, is, you know, taxes are, you know, are one and long term care is another. And and of course, you know, another risk is uh, looking at, you know, the the market risk and volatility and so forth. But, you know, we were talking about, you know, your your deductions and exemptions. But the other thing that kind of comes into play with taxes is, is, you know, a lot of times folks are putting in, you know, additional monies into the retirement accounts, you know, and they're not paying taxes on those as they go in if they're tax deferred, which you know, most oftentimes if they're utilizing a, a 401k or a traditional IRA, that's going to be the case. But when you're no longer making those contributions, then when money starts coming out, that's additional income. And again, those, those, uh, those exemptions or deductions or that money that's not showing up as taxable on your return when you're working is, um, you know, it, you, you might be operating under a false assumption. You know, and another piece of that puzzle, Walter, is, is, you know, when we when we think about, you know, taxes and, you know, when most people think about, well, if you ask the question, what do you think is going to happen with taxes going forward? Do you think they're going to stay the same or do you think they're going to go down or do you think they're ultimately going to go up, you know, over time? And most people answer that question, at least the people that I talk to, a lot of people say that they think the taxes are going to go up. Yeah. And if you don't have control over you know, what your tax rate's going to be, or if you don't have control over, you know, you know, what threshold of income that you have that puts you into a particular tax bracket, you know, those things are up to the government. And, and as you and I both know, tax law is, is subject to change at, at any at any point in time. And so the, all of those things are going to factor into, you know, how much is, is your tax bill going to be? And, you know, when you're when you're looking forward and you think, OK, well, the, you know, there's the national debt and there's all these all these factors that are kind of you know weighing on the government. You know, you look at it and say, well, how can they raise money and how are they going to be able to pay these bills? And obviously the first thing that comes to mind is is possibly raising taxes. So, you know, if you if you have a lot of money in those tax deferred accounts, the, the challenge is, is you, you don't know exactly how much money is in those accounts as far as how much of that is yours. You know, you might be able to look at your balance and you say, okay, well, I've got this much. But the reality is, is that, you know, a portion of that money and sometimes a, a, a big portion of that money is, is actually going to go to taxes. 
We're talking with Glenn Mosseller of Roadmap Financial Consulting, of course, here in the Greensboro area on today's podcast about some of the dangerous assumptions people make. And Glenn, I want to even uh, spend just another moment on taxes since we're kind of uh, going down the road of this discussion and, and looking at the major impact that taxes has on people's retirement and financial plans. Glenn, I wanted to touch on one more thing because you talked about how you ask people if tax rates are going to go up in the future. Do they feel that they're going to go up, go down, stay the same? And since you said most people think that they are going to go up, that's not just a feeling. I mean, there's data to support that, right? Because even though we might feel like we're paying a lot in taxes, we're actually at pretty historically low tax rates when you look back in the past. Well, no, that's exactly right, Walter. I mean, that's what I was kind of touching on when we start looking at the national debt and how many people are going to be, you know, retiring in the in the in the years and decades coming, you know, forward here with all the baby boomers and and they as they begin to you know collect the social security checks and and uh, you know and, and Medicare begins to pay you know benefits and, and so forth like that. You know, that's the challenge, isn't it? I mean, you know, as more folks retire and are going to be drawing from those programs, then we look at it and say, my goodness, you know, what's going to happen there? Because there are a lot of liabilities for the governments who have to pay. And so that's you know, a good reason why a lot of folks you know, are, are, are of the opinion that uh, the taxes are going to go up. Now, obviously, you know, none of us know exactly what they're going to do. And you know, if you have a crystal ball for what Washington's going to do, I'd love to have it and, and take a look at it. But I've never found that crystal ball. But <laughs> like I say, you, you know, if you're going to make an assumption, you, know, you probably ought to assume for you know, things to be a little bit more challenging than, than, than to just wear rose-colored glasses and think everything is going to work out perfectly. So if you're making plans, you ought to be thinking in terms of, well, I should make my plans as if taxes are going to be higher. And then if they're not, then you're pleasantly surprised. But if they are, then you're more prepared. Again, we're talking with Glenn Mosseller. And Glenn, one last thing we can touch on in terms of bad assumptions that people make, and we could probably do a couple of podcasts about other bad assumptions, but we'll keep it uh, at these couple that we've covered on today's program. And this would be sort of that, you know, defeatist attitude. And, and that's not to put a real negative spin on this, but just sort of that, you know, that negative vibe. I, I'll throw my dad into this. He, he kind of has this, you know what, I'll never be able to retire. That's what a lot of people just assume. And I, I've told Dad multiple times before in the past, and I think he's finally starting to get the message as well, that but you're just saying that. You haven't really ever looked at your numbers to see if it's possible for you to retire. You're kind of just assuming that you'll never be able to, but I bet if you ran the numbers, you'd be able to, to retire. You need to really look at it and get a real plan put in place. Do you have people that you meet all the time that kind of have that attitude of, I'll never be able to retire, and it, it ends up being a bad assumption? Well, you know, no, there's no doubt, Walter. I mean, I run across that from time to time. And, you know, folks say, you know, I, you know, maybe they feel like, gosh, I haven't really done a good job or, you know, maybe a couple of, of events, life events happened and, you know, caused them to have to maybe, you know, invade their retirement account and, and spend money when they didn't really want to or, you know, but it became a, a difficult scenario for them. Or maybe you know, they, they, they spent a lot of money, um, you know, putting their kids through school and, the, and those kinds of things. And so they, they find themselves, you know, into their 50s and they think, golly, I haven't saved enough and I'm going to have trouble. And like you say, the reality is that you got to take a step back and and think about it and say, okay, I can't just assume that uh, that I'm that I'm never going to have enough. 
let's go from this point forward and let's figure out what can I do. You know, the the nice thing that, you know, with as far as the uh, 401k plans are is, is that you have catch-up provisions and you can you can put in significantly more if you're 50 or over. The other thing that comes into play is is that, you know, when you're in your 50s and you're late in your career, most oftentimes you're you're at your highest earning years. And so some of those expenses have also gone away. If the kids have you know, graduated from school and, and, and those kinds of things, you might have the opportunity to put more money away and uh, maybe catch up. You know, I mean, it's not exactly the same thing as, as, as putting money away when you're younger. But at the same time, you have you have an opportunity in, in most cases when you're when you're in your in your 50s and, it, and even in your early 60s, a lot of times to really sock some money away. And and it can make all the difference in the world if you, if you just take a step back and, and start really, really looking at it, saying, what can I do rather than just making the assumption? Oh, gosh, I'm in big trouble. Well, for those who are listening to the podcast, Glenn, and maybe haven't been through your process, haven't gotten a full plan put in place in the past with, with anybody before, take us inside your offices at Roadmap Financial Consulting. Tell us a little bit about what would happen to make sure that we're not making bad assumptions with our financial plans and how you uncover some of these things. Well, Walter, I mean, the first thing we do is, is you know, when folks come in for that initial consultation, you know, we take it very slowly and, and we, we start to talk about you know, what are their goals? What are, the, what are the things that they want to achieve? What are some of the things that they want to make sure that they avoid? And we just kind of go through a discovery process and we get to know each other. And once we begin down that road, a lot of these, you know, assumptions will start to surface. And sometimes they're good assumptions, sometimes not so good. But and when we have an, an opportunity to have dialogue and, and have a good conversation, it becomes easier and easier to start to develop a plan and that's exactly what we need to do and when when we when we sit down we like i say we just take it one step at a time you know we never know if folks are going to become clients or whether they're they're coming in for a second opinion and and frankly you know I, you know i don't prejudge anything you know i i sit down with folks and i have no idea where the conversation is going to go um, i'm going to do everything i can possibly do to uh, help them figure out where they are and start them, you know, on the road, you know, to to you know where they need to be. If our conversations go into a couple of different, me- you know, if we go to two, maybe three meetings, and as we as we walk down that road, it becomes easier and easier. And suddenly, folks say, you know what? I, I didn't think that I was going to be able to do this, but you know, now this plan is really starting to come together. And that's always the exciting part for me is is when folks be, you know begin to see, wow, I really can make this happen. This is the Retirement Roadmap Podcast, and a reminder: if you want to reach out to Glenn Mosseller and talk about your financial plan. Get a second opinion of where you currently stand and what changes you might want to make going forward. We encourage you to call 336-291-3535 to get in touch with Glenn. That's 336-291-3535. You can also find him online at greensbororetirement.com. Lots of great resources on the website, and you can get in touch through that as well. He has an office off of Mears Chapel Road in Greensboro. And again, that number to call is 336-291-3535. This is the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Hope you enjoyed our show today about some of the bad assumptions people make as they get ready to retire. Make sure that you're not making those bad assumptions that lead to a less secure financial plan in the future. We'll talk to you on the next podcast. Thanks so much for joining us.